Texas A&M's different style of running back and depth at the position heading into next season has this room in a great spot for Coach Mike Elko. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on in to Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Happy Friday, everybody. No, I'm excited. No, y'all are excited. It's almost the weekend. Playoff NFL football coming up. It's a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good weekend coming up. But today, I want to break down why I am extremely excited about Texas A&M's running back room. I was breaking it down. And, you know, a running back room, as any position group on the football field, you want to have different styles of running back different um uh you know types of players you want depth you want to have all that in this texas a&m running back room has that so you know last season all three of the running backs that played significant snaps proved that they could catch the football out of the backfield but you bring in ej smith in the portal and i'll tell you you know, watching the film on him, I really like the way that he can do it all in the backfield. He is a elite pass catcher, and I think that might be the role you see him used in this Texas A&M running back room. And then you've got Amari Daniels and Ruben Owens. Those, guys, to me, they're the shiftier guys. They're the make you miss an open field guy um, on first and second down. They can also catch the football, as can Le'Veon Moss. They can. They can all do it, but. You know, we saw him do it last year, and what I saw from them, what I saw from E.J. Smith, I just think E.J. Smith looks a little more natural doing it. And then Le'Veon Moss is your, it's third and one, here he comes, watch out guy. I think that Le'Veon Moss is running back one this year. Um, And, you know, he missed the ball game with some personal reasons, but you know, it sounds like all is good with Le'Veon Moss. I mean, I assume, you know, all is good with Le'Veon Moss, and he'll be, he'll be good to go. But I like the way this room is shaping up. I think that heading into last season, we had a lot of question marks about this running back room. You know, who who's going to do what? Do you have enough enough depth? And and frankly, last year was a little different because I, mean, I know you had David Bailey, but. If you really think about it, it was just these three guys. And Le'Veon, uh, I mean, think about it. Le'Veon Moss was in and out of the lineup all year. Ruben Owens was a freshman. There was a lot going on in the, in the running back room last year. And now you've got Ruben Owens back, and he is growing up. You know, he's, he's an older player. you got Amari Daniels back and Le'Veon Moss back. And then you bring in E.J. Smith. So you've got four running backs. And, you know, 
like I said, Ruben Owens was a freshman, so of course he's still, a, a, you know, he was he was a five star. We expected him to be great last year, but he was still a freshman, you know. So what I'm saying is, you got a group of four guys who can play the position. Four guys that if someone were to go down, could be the running back one in this offense, and. You know, I think that's good to have. Running back is a position we all – I mean, it's football. Every position is a position where players can get banged up easily. But running back, you know, you're getting tackled in every single play. And so I feel good about this room knowing where it's at right now. You know, I was a little concerned knowing that there wasn't a running back in the class, recruiting class, because I kind of said to myself, I'm like, Okay, if you don't bring a running back in the portal, we're doing the same thing over again. We're pretty much running the back with these three guys and saying, hope it works out well, <laughs> you know. Um, and then you're an injury away from being down to, to two good running backs. And so bringing in EJ Smith, I still don't love, okay. I still don't love not taking a running back in the recruiting class, but, and you never know. Uh, you never know. Maybe they, they'll sign somebody last second. Um, you never know. But uh, I don't like not taking a, a, a position group in, in the recruiting class just because that's how you build your future depth. You don't want to – I'm very happy that Coach Elko is using the portal because he had to based on where this roster is at, and he has killed it in the portal. He's done an outstanding job. But I don't want to be the team that relies on transfer portal additions. You want to be the team that develops high school talent. And then, you know, if, if some of the players you brought in aren't developing like you had hoped and imagined, then you go bring in a player in the in the portal. You know, that's, I think, the way you use it, which is going to happen to where you're still going to bring in 10, 15 guys in the portal every year. But I would have liked to have seen running back in the class. But bringing in EJ Smith makes me feel better about the room as a whole and where the room is at. So I'm I'm happy with the running back room, ladies and gentlemen. I was I was thinking about this morning. I was like, what position group should we kind of break down early? You know, because we'll, we'll obviously do more breakdowns heading into spring when we hear more about how these guys are doing. And um, I feel good about this room. There's a lot of talent in that room, a lot of different styles of running, and and that's so important. Having you know running backs who do different things, same with receivers who different do different things. Tight ends, you want to have your blocking tight ends. You want to have your pass catching tight ends and your hybrid tight ends. You want to have your guys who can do it all. Um, on the D line, you got to have your pass rushers. You got to have your guys who are there to stop the runs, to get there to get after the the cornerback. Uh, when it comes to playing football, players have different skill sets and different responsibilities and different like, hey, this is my job. This is what I do well. All of these running backs do things a little different. Like I said, I think Ruben Owens and Amari Daniels are your shiftier guys, your quicker guys can make people miss. EJ Smith can be your third down technician, but he can also run the football if you need him to. And then Le'Veon Moss is your bulldozer guy that's going to get a lot of carries, a lot of touchdowns, um, and I think really be the guy for this team. I think that, you know, it's going to be interesting how um, – when you have a lot of talented running backs like this roster now does, how does everybody, are there, you know, does everybody, is everybody going to eat? It's going to be interesting to see how much they kind of share the ball and use these different guys. I mean, you know, th that's going to be, 
it's going to be an interesting conversation. How much is Coach Colin Klein going to use this guy and this guy and this guy? What situations is, are you going to use this running back? Um, do you have certain plays for this guy? But, I mean, when you have, like I said, running backs with different skill sets, that is a thing you can do. You can say, okay, we're going to use you here and you here and you like this and you like this. That is a positive for me. So I feel good about this room heading into next season. I think that Coach Klein is going to find a way to better use the running backs and get the most out of the running game. Uh, we, I mean, his running, his running, his rushing attack at Kansas State was great. We talked about how I just I didn't love Texas A&M's rushing attack last year. I don't know. I don't know if it was coaching or just offensive line blocking or running backs not finding holes or a little bit of everything. But regardless, it wasn't where it needed to be last season. And I think uh, Coach Klein is going to come in and fix that immediately. So I'm excited about this running back room. I want you all to let me know in the YouTube comments, how do you think these guys are going to be used? Who are you most excited to see? Um, where do we, How do we feel about this running back room as a whole? I'm really excited to see. You know, and that's the thing is like, I think Le'Veon Moss is going to have a great year, and I'm kind of excited to see sophomore year Ruben Owens. But – I think all these guys are going to be helpful and going to be really good. I mean, Amari Daniels is really good. EJ Smith is good. That's the thing. They're all good players. So it's like they're all going to see the field. They're all going to succeed. It's hard to pick one guy that I think is going to, you know, really separate himself except for Le'Veon Moss. I think the real question mark is beside Le'Veon Moss is who of these other guys is going to separate themselves and kind of solidify a large role. So let me know y'all's thoughts on the running back room in the YouTube comments. I'm very curious to hear what y'all have to say about that room. The spring game, about three months away. What are some goals for this Texas A&M football team heading into that? I'll tell you what my number one goal is. Strength and conditioning. This team needs to get bigger, faster, and stronger heading into the spring game. We'll talk about that coming up right here. Unlocked on Aggies. But I want to tell you about our wonderful friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live game parlays. You can find bets in the Explore tab that show you different bets you could place. Um, you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find parlays that different people like. There's a ton you can do in the FanDuel app. It's easy to use. They make it fun. They make it simple. I love the FanDuel app. I use it when I'm wagering on sports. It's fun, and the app is so well put together that it makes your life easier when you're trying to decide what you want to bet on, whether it's a parlay or a straight bet or whatever it is. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and the Locked On Podcast Network. So the spring game is not coming up. Coming up's a strong word, but, you know, somewhat. And... I, I want it to be coming up because that means it's warming up and that's exciting. But I've got six goals here for this Texas A&M roster 
for the spring game, you know, to, to achieve between now and the spring game, about three months, you know, last year was on the 15th of April, um, it's January 12th. So, you know, about around three months. Number one, as I said, is strength and conditioning. This team needs to use all of this time, the entire off season to get bigger, faster, stronger in the weight room. Like I said, this is your opportunity to do it. I think Coach Moffitt, we talked about how much of a weapon he's going to be for this Texas a and football team. And I think that this is an opportunity for, for these players. You know, uh, They're going to have a program, use that program, and get after it. One of my most one of the most exciting times of the season, and it'll be obviously a, a, a show when we get there, but is the when they update the roster and it's like, this guy put on 13 pounds of muscle. This offensive line cut uh, 13 pounds of good weight and then put back on eight pounds uh, or cut 15 pounds of bad weight and put on 13 pounds of good weight. Those numbers are so fun to talk about, to break down. And, um, you know, this is the time where those gains are made. I think that this this is an opportunity for this team. Texas A&M can win football games next season right now. You want to know why that is? And it's something I said all the time. Strength and conditioning isn't just about bench pressing 750 pounds like I can. Strength and conditioning is about getting your body in shape to be able to stay healthy. It plays a huge role a huge role in keeping players on the field. Strength and conditioning is a massive part of that. So what does that mean? That means that this is Texas A&M's opportunity to, you know, stretch, lift, run, get yourself in the proper game shape so that you don't get those injuries. And I'm not talking about, you know, a freak snap a bone in half that stuff's not but i'm talking about hamstring injuries or um even you know ankle turns i'm serious like it's you can you can stretching and and having your body in the right shape can prevent like injuries like that but the ones i'm really talking about are like hamstrings and different things like that you can put your have yourself in great shape and help prevent injuries there's obviously freak injuries we all know that but being in good shape and, and really dialing in on strength and, and, and conditioning helps players stay on the field and stay healthy. It's, it's just a fact. So, you know, we talked about, I, I had someone comment and it was so interesting. It was such a good question. Um, this was forever ago, but like, Andrew, do you think that, that poor strength and conditioning could be why we have so many um, injury problems all the time? And I'm like, and I, I tried to kind of do some digging on that, and I really couldn't find much. But it was a great question, a really interesting thing to look up and research on. I couldn't find anything. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, I mean, what I can tell you is I think the answer is yes. I do think that injuries can lead to a poor strength conditioning or poor strength conditioning programs can lead to injuries. So that's my number one goal. Coach Moffitt is to get, you know, get these guys a program, get these guys going so that they are are having they're making gains, they're getting in better shape as the season comes up, which will help them, you know, get stronger, bench press more, squat more, but also more importantly, stay on the football field 
without some of those, you know, silly hamstring, different injuries like that. So this is where you win football games right now. And that's why I think having Coach Moffitt makes this football team so much better. Number two I have here is culture. And, you know, you might say, well, Andrew, that's such a boring, that's such a boring culture. Blah, who cares? No one cares. I think culture is so important. You know, we all know what it means to be a part of Texas A&M. And you got a lot of new faces. You're going to have new faces coming in in the recruiting class. You're going to have new faces coming in via the portal. A lot of new faces are heading to College Station. So what does that mean? You've got to get this group tight. That's one thing I always say when I talked about, you know, last offseason, I was like, I don't love the way that um, Lane Kiffin handles his business when it comes to transfer portal and different stuff like that. And I don't because – and I and I didn't because you have a lot of – play. Uh, you know, playing football, it's your brothers, your teammates, your, your buddies for life, and you got that connection. And it's hard to build that when – 50%, 70% of your roster turns over every season. So, you know, I think that, like I said, Coach Elko's goal isn't to live and die by the portal every year. I think he knows he had to do that this season, and, he, and he's knocking that out of the ballpark right now. But I think the goal in the future is going to be to recruit high school well so he doesn't have to do that, and there's not as much roster turnover except for the young guys coming in in the recruit, recruiting class and then filling in whatever needs you really need via the portal. But, you know, this season for sure – you got a lot of guys coming in. So I think that you got to get those new faces connected. So it sounds like I know that's not a football thing. That's not an X's and O's or a strength and conditioning. I get that. But I do think it is important. And then number three, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this one, but it's just it's develop. I mean, this is a time you can um, I know there's not a ton of actual practices and stuff like that, but this is a time where you can, as players, you can look at tape, you can work on things, you can see, okay, what did I do well last year? What did I not do well last year? And I've got to improve on that. I got to get better at that. The next thing, number four, I have here, all these players got to learn a new system. You know, they got to learn a new offensive and defensive system right now. So get started on that. Get going on that. You know, we hear people talk about that all the time. Well, uh, it's hard to learn a new system. We're, we're having to learn a new offense. Well, let's get going. Let's do it now. I don't want to do it. Don't do it in five months. Do it now. Don't do it in four or five months. Let's get going. Let's do it right now. Um, and that is what I'm kind of saying here. It's like, hey, let's learn this offense. Let's learn this defense so that when we get to spring practice and the spring game and into summer practices and into all this, you know the offense. You understand it. This is your opportunity to learn this stuff. And then I have for number five, and it's kind of funny because I talked about it a little bit with culture, but, you know, get to know teammates, build that bond now, uh, get close with these guys now. Because once again, it is, I mean, you're fighting with your brothers out there when you're playing football. I mean, it, it is it is a brotherhood playing football. And you got to be a, a tight group. You got to be close. You got to be, I mean, friends. You got to be willing to do anything for your, for your, for your buddies. And that's what I'm saying. So. Um, this is now is the opportunity for this this roster and this team to really figure that out, get themselves ready to go, get themselves um, accommodated with one another, and even like styles of play, bringing in a new receiver, a new running back, a new offensive lineman. How does this guy play? I need to learn how this guy plays so I can be next to him, or or uh, our games can can best accommodate one another. The number six I have here is, is start to figure out offensive line and secondary. 
that's going to be a tough one by the spring game. But, you know, you're bringing in a ton of guys above those positions. And at some point, we got to know, okay, who are the guys? And I know that spring will play a big role in that. But I think you can learn from the way they, they lift, the way they work with teammates, the way they start to understand the playbook, the way they develop in the new system. You can start a little bit figuring out who are who are going to be our guys in the secondary and who are going to be our guys on the offensive line. And we know how important those positions are going to be for this 2024 Texas A&M football team. So if you can start developing those guys right now, I think it's it, it gets this team set up well for the future. So those are the goals between now and the spring game coming up here in a few months. Um stuff this team can do to be ready to rock and roll when that comes around. And I just can't wait for the spring game. That's going to be, that always, that just makes it feels that, that to me always makes it feel like, Hey, football's football's coming right around the corner. So this is interesting to me. On FanDuel last night, our friends over at FanDuel, a line is out for the Texas A&M Notre Dame game. And we're going to talk about what the line is. But what it means to me is simple. What it means to me is this. There's not going to be a game this year where I think Texas A&M is a massive underdog. We'll talk about what I'm saying coming up right here at Locked on Aggies. But I got to tell you about our wonderful friends over at Game Time. I talk all the time about Game Time and how much I love their service, their app, and what they do. You know, Game Time, going to events, going to a ball game, going to a concert, going to see a comedian, going to do different activities like that, bring us all joy. You know, I mean, there's nothing better than getting off work and saying, oh, I'm going to a concert tonight. You know, I'm going to see Zach Bryan. Like, that stuff is awesome, right? But it's expensive nowadays. It is. Some of the competition, game game times competition, they, they they're in they're not in the business of getting you to the events you want to go to. They're in, in in the business of making as much money as they can um when it, to get you to those events. Game time is not. Game time wants to save you money to go to those events that brings everybody joy, makes everybody happy. That's what game time wants to do. And it's why I love the service so much. What one thing I also love about game time is how you can see where your seat is, what it looks like to the stage, to the field. It's a really cool. My dad and I used that picking up some tickets the other day. It's just a ton of fun and easy to use game time. And it lets you know, hey, where am I going to sit? What's it going to look like? I love that feature. I love the game time app. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on. For $20 off your first purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So before we call it a day here, I want to talk a little bit about this line I saw on FanDuel for the game. So it was minus one and a half in this Notre Dame game, in the favor of Texas A&M. And what was so crazy about that? Now, there's a ton that's going to go into lines like this. There's a ton. I mean, so much is going to change for this roster to Notre Dame's roster before we see pads going on. But we talked about 
with Texas A&M's schedule being in that perfect place where your tough games are in Kyle Field and your games on the road aren't all that challenging, I talked about, you know, a month ago, I don't think Texas a and is going to be more than a touchdown underdog in any game this offseason. I, I really don't. So looking at that and saying to myself, okay, the Aggies are minus one and a half, uh, minus one and a half in this game. I think it, it is, is a great now with that line move. Yeah, I still assume you're going to see Notre Dame be minus two and a half, three and a half in that game. But it's interesting to me, and I think it proves that point of hey, this team is going is not you know a lot a lot of folks are going to be quick to say well Texas A&M's not going to win a lot of games just coach turnover they lost all their players blah, 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 you know all that this proves to you that there's not a lot of games this season where Texas A&M is going to be a big underdog, um, and that that that's what I'm saying. We talked about last year Texas A&M couldn't win the close football game. They were a couple flo- uh, close football games flipping over and and one touchdown going your way, a made field goal here, you know, away from a couple more wins. And last season looking a whole lot different. If Mike Elko can find a way to win those close games, this is a whole different thing. This is what I'm saying. Texas A&M can compete right now. They're going to have the talent. They've done a great job in the portal. They've still got talent on the roster. They've got guys coming in in the 24 class. There's a ton going on on this roster. There's a ton of talent, and the schedule is so manageable to where this Texas A&M team is not going to be large underdogs in a lot of games. And I think that if Mike Elko can win the close ones, win the tight football games, Texas A&M can have a really good 2024 season. So while that line doesn't mean a ton, because a ton's going to change, and I can promise you that line's probably not what it's going to be when we get to that ball game months and months down the road, but it is, it was worth bringing up to me because I think it proves that point of, Hey, this team is not going to be a large underdog in many football games. That's going to do it for today's episode of locked on Aggies. Thank y'all every day or so much for being here. I hope everybody has an outstanding weekend. Enjoy some NFL playoff games, a lot of fun stuff to watch this weekend. Have a great rest of your day today. And we will see you on Monday.